podcast. Seven Silverstations. This is our podcast to just be able to sit down, connect, build more courage, compassion, wonder, some understanding, some love, and just bring it into the world more by sitting and having conversations um, with people that we care about, people that we admire, people that we um, know are doing work and good work out in the world. Um, and so today's episode is with Sylvia who we met at LA Can, um, which is the Los Angeles Community Action Network in Skid Row, um, volunteering and doing meal service uh, on Sundays at Sunday Strong. And she's just someone that, you know, you'll see when we, and everybody's volunteering, but the joy that she has, the love that she has, the groove that she has, just this sauce for life that she emanates, it's, it's palpable and it's so powerful. And... It's something that just infects everybody. And one of the days after service, we drove around and dropped off meals, and I got to ride with Sylvia. And I just got so much more context in listening to her and and seeing how she interacted with people, um, how she would approach folks, and just how service to her is about being human. Service is about taking care of your fellow person, making sure they have their needs met and that that's love and that for them to be able to be themselves is love. And I think for that, you, you know, that's that's what everybody should feel. And to see someone be such a pure, shining example of that is powerful and is very inspiring. So, you know, I don't want to talk too much. I, I, I really just want everybody to be able to listen to Sylvia because um, she's pretty amazing and um yes shout out to uni because uni has been helping with the audio and i think we finally figured everything out with mics and have got a great setup in the house that really provides for a super dope intimate feel like we're just facing each other on mics and so that i think that eye contact that that connection really builds something else so yes check it out enjoy your day have a great rest of your week y'all Peace. When it was that? Like, when did you start it? Like, was, how long? Uh, Homie Made Meal started in March. Oh. March or April. So it's new. And Yikes. Yeah. Yikes, we started in 2013. So we did our first camp in 2013, and we've just been working, and it's always just been... I mean, it's still... We don't get paid for it, but the idea is that eventually that'll be our... It'll be our jobs. So we're working on that, but... Alex leads homie made meals. So he does nice. all the all the grant writing, all the um nice. yeah. I work on like we do my stuff is like the human connection stuff. So like we have this card game. It's like a connection building card game. So I'm really fascinated about this is actually the podcast that we're doing today. Oh. So I love awesome. like learning about people. So and connecting with people and so the reason I asked you is because, yeah, because we would go to L.A. County and be like, Sylvia's got all the energy in the world, right? And you're, like, dancing around. And it's there's, like, joy in the work that we do and that in the work that, that's being done. And you're always the example of it. And then I think it was when we drove around. But when we drove around, when I rode with you, when we did the drop-offs around Skid Row, and then you were just kind of explaining to me why the work is so important to you. And specifically you saying, like, I used to be. I used to be here. And so that really brought a different side of it to me to see that 
oh wow you're connected to this like this is your experience and that's why your like heart and your joy is in it even when we were driving around and then you get out of the car and you would you knew how to approach everybody go into the tent say hi to people and just make it make it with love yeah 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 that's the core of it i think so yeah so then that's i mean that for me that's is that's at just experiencing that part of you that's why i knew i wanted to talk with you because i just wanted to learn more about even yeah your your story and then how that's built in the joy and the love with the work that you do and then what is the work now you know mm-hmm. so like how did yeah wh- like even just starting as far back as you want like how did sylvia come to be to how we know her today wow you need hours yeah <laughs> <laughs> is i need to write few a few books a series of books you yeah <laughs> chapters <laughs> yeah it, that will be like kind of a goal because i would like to see that in a movie mm-hmm. but you know the arts is the source for or the vessel to send the message to humanity so I believe that that will be a good movie because encloses everything. Yeah, your life. Yeah. Your life. And, and, and not only my, I realize it's not only me, it's everybody, it's a lot of people because we are all people. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we, we are connected because we are very similar. We are unique. Mm-hmm. Our essence is unique, but we have... Are some experiences where they are very similar, especially yeah. when we live in under under systems. Yeah. Mm. How do well? How about that? How about we start where? Whatever. When did when did you come over? What well, what were you like when you were young? And then, how about when you got to LA? How did? You when I was young. Yeah. When I was young, I was very young. I will go nine years old. Mm-hmm. I was nine years old, and I was visiting my siblings. You know. I was raised by an aunt, one of my my mom's older sisters, and uh, we live in different cities. I live in Monterrey, Nuevo León, Mexico, mm-hmm. and I was born in Matehuala, San Luis Potosí, Mexico. So one day during the summertime, I was I was um, used, you know, waking up one Sunday. It was so sunny, beautiful. The weather like this kind of, and I just felt something that woke me up. Mission, you have a mission. I say, what the heck? What, what, what? Nine years old, I never heard really that that word. Mm-hmm. I said, what is going on? And then I came out of the room and look around. Who said that? And since that day, I've been seeking. I was seeking for the mission since I was nine years old, and I didn't know what it was. It's incredible, huh? Yeah. And I tried to find myself in different places. What is the mission here? You know, mm. and you feel, you feel, no, this is not the mission. I don't feel good. I, it doesn't feel good. So, you know, the journey continues. And uh, <clears throat> and uh, one day, you know, when, when I uh, become a stylist professionally with a license here in the United States, um, I was working with uh, one, uh, one salon in Arcadia. And the owner invited me to participate in a in a minister, minister that he had. I said, "Yeah, when on Sunday? Okay, I can do that. Uh, can you be there at four thirty in the morning?" I say, 
Yeah. <laughs> so I went there. It was a, a, a church in La Puente, and um, we we had to prepare burritos, you know, bean and rice burritos <laughs> at 4.30 in the morning. Just put them together. And then he said that we will be going to Skid Row, and I didn't know what it was, Skid Row. <laughs> so, you know, you start feeling, you start feeling, you know, where it's coming. So when I go, I go to Skid Row with, with the group, I say, wow, I thought we were from the third world. I thought I was coming from a third world. So I saw Skid Row. You know, you start feeling that, that connection. In that time, it, it was like 2004. Mm-hmm. I was I was uh, giving away the with the group, the burritos and, and, and water and, and clothes. So I was on town at 6 every Sunday at 7 sharp. And, and coming out, out of the... the the minivans with the donations and people recognize us already. And yeah. we were doing that for two years. Myself, they had already mm-hmm. a few years and they are still doing it, you know? Mm-hmm. But the point is that everything, you know, changed. I felt so like already like there, like this is, you know, it feels, yeah. it feels okay. It feels fine. Yeah. In uh Years after, I, 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 I found myself in the position that I, I, I couldn't keep up with my health, being a professional hairstylist, and and keeping up with what implicates, you know, working yeah. and and paying the bills, the rent, yeah. and I didn't have really a support system because I came to this country. Uh, 25 years ago, and I didn't n- know anyone. Mm-hmm. I didn't even really speak a language. For me, it's hard. It still work, you know, yeah. the way I speak. But I, I, I learned that that is just, you know, I'm gonna say what I wa- what I wanna say. I know the people's gonna understand me. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so yeah, I found myself in the position that I lost everything and. And uh, I was on the street, you know, living in a car with my partner. In that time, we l- we have to live six months in a car. I couldn't walk. Practically, we couldn't walk. I couldn't, you know, make few steps because I have to lay on the floor. I was really sick. It was a lot of pain. So I was six months in the car. And then I couldn't, I couldn't, um, you know, go anywhere that I didn't know any place. So I went to social services and they told me, just go to Skid Row. I went to ask for some resources and they told me, Skid Row. I said, okay, no problem. So I started going to Skid Row, you know, looking for health care, you name it shelters, uh, services for women, showers, toilets, food, clothes, filling out all type of applications to get into housing. I don't remember how many I, I, I fill out. But in the process, the, the experience of um, being treated 
so differently than what it, it pushed me towards where I am doing today. I started feeling that when you you mentioned the 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 word houseless, mm-hmm. in that time I didn't know. I, I said, uh, you know, uh, I don't have a house. I I'm homeless. So when you mentioned that word, you triggered triggered a bunch of expectations. Yeah, and people it changes. It's something shifts on people's you know yeah. uh, approach towards you and and start treating you different. And I start feeling that, started feeling that. And you are underestimated. Yeah. You're not treated as a pro- person. You're a burden. You're a criminal. You're a bad person. And and I said, wait, wait, wait a minute. That's, wait a minute. And, and then I realized it was not only me. It was a lot of people being treated like that because I was able to communicate with the, the the people, you know, eventually when I was going to downtown women's center, when I was going to head services, you know, staying in the shelters that it wasn't the, the most uh, comfortable experience, but it was something that, you know, um, make me really take the initiative and say, and say, I'm going to take that, this work, this task, you know, this is not okay. And I'm going to do, I'm going to do anything in my power to change this because that inconsistency with service providers towards the people, that was the most uh, damaging experience that I had. And I, again, I realized it wasn't only me, it was everybody. And that, that it was actually keeping the people yeah. stagnated, you know, uh, shooting them down, cutting their, their willing to thrive. Yeah. Because when you're treated like that, you, you, you feel like, you feel like you are not worthy or you did something wrong and yeah. it's not that. It's not that, it's life. Especially, again, when we live in a system like this, mm-hmm. you're going to be exposed to all those situations yeah. because they expect from you more. Yeah. Like when you say system providers is interesting because for me, I think, when I think system providers, I think, oh, the people that are taking care of, the people that need the resources, that need the services. So that, In your experience, it's not like that. Those aren't. Uh, absolutely no. And it, uh, unfortunately, until, until, until today, I see because I see a lot of women still living in the same conditions or worse because now they are older, they're sicker, and we know that uh, that is damaging their their health. You know, suddenly you don't see them anymore because they die, they get <laughs> other Ill- illnesses. Um, so in that time, again, when I started. Uh, Living in a skid row, I wanted to uh, to get involved again. You know, I said I'm gonna get this task. I'm gonna start going to speak whatever I have to speak, whoever I have to speak with, because this is not okay. It's not. It's not because I I thought that 
the mission statements for these these uh, agencies is to provide services for the people who live on the street mm-hmm. with care and compassion, but it wasn't like that. So I started participating in uh, little groups, uh, coalitions, you know, uh, meetings, and and then um, participating in, in events in the community, getting involved uh, in, in Gladys Park, you know, the things that we do with LA Can, providing food, making events possible, reaching out to people. So I was trying to be involved to understand better how to be for the people. Because I was still, you know, somebody that it, it wasn't from there, but I, di- I needed to understand. But I was so uh, fortunate, as always, I met one of the members of the community. Uh, his name was Twin. I asked him that what it would be the best advice, you know, from him to, to me. Uh, so I could be better for the people. And he said, Sylvia, just be yourself. And it made me feel oh, so much mm-hmm. better. Yeah. <laughs> That's easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I, <clears throat> one day I was uh, at the women's center um, on the dining area, and uh, um, one uh, women, women uh, approached me, inviting me uh, to participate at the, ma- at the Vagina Monologues uh, organized by Downtown Women Action Coalition from Los Angeles Community Action Network. DWAC and LA Can, and I said, oh, oh, yeah, theater, monologues, oh, yeah, this is my thing, you know? I went to performing art school when I was young. Yeah. Th- I did theater in Mexico. So for me, it would be the first experience doing theater in English. So I started yeah. going to the rehearsals, and it was amazing, you know, because I, I heard about the vagina monologues in Mexico, but I never really had a, a script. And, and and it was amazing for me. It was amazing. The opportunity, I said, I'm going to put the best, you know, that I have for this. And then I started get going to the meet- meetings in, in, in LA Can. And I said, this is the language that I want to speak. You know, my idealistic way of yeah. thinking that I'm going to make a change and stuff. <clears throat> and, yeah. Talking about justice, I said, I said, well, this is this is sounds right, and I started getting involved involved uh, with Elican two thousand twelve. I did the Virginia monologues, Downtown Women Action Coalition, organizing, helping, participating on the events, you know, uh, taking back the night, going to protests, going to actions, helping on canvassing, surveys. I started getting more and more involved in LA Can and eventually I had the opportunity. Uh, uh, LA Can, Pete White, Steve, uh, they reached out to me and, and invited me to be part of, of you know, the internship at LA Can. Mm-hmm. So I, I did it. And and it, uh, for me, it's been a, such a, a an opportunity, a very, very amazing growing experience that every time it puts me in the position to, to reach out more. Because for me, my motto, I found out that that I have to, 
the only way that I could really make a, a, a difference if that was the case or make some changes is to think, really believe it and transcend that feeling. Transcending, mm -hmm. that's, this is my motto. So I feel that, that I've, been, I've been believing strongly and I see it. See, I'm in front of you. I'm mm -hmm. transcending through, through this mic. So I'm so thankful again Ellie can give me the, the the opportunity always to be in 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 forums spaces to speak about the truth to speak about what we need to have done mm -hmm. uh, to how to take care of each other mm -hmm. and, and 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 make make a family because at the end all of us we are family you know that's yeah. the way i i feel about la camp yeah sometimes we become dysfunctional as everybody's you know yeah. relationships but it's it's been a growing experience and in oh i feel so thankful to yeah. have them yeah that's my biggest support system they are my family mm. i know i can i have them yeah all of them it's interesting because even in what you were talking about from the mission, like you had the thing, the voice to you at the mission at nine years old, talking about the art is the vessel and then having twin tell you all you need to do is be yourself. That all makes m so much more sense now when I watch you and I see you in the work and how you move with joy and how, especially when the music's playing. Oh my you're God. Just like music is my thing. You know, I started going to, 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 uh, a theater classes when I was mm -hmm. eight years old. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love the to see those children on TV with a confidence, and I wanted to to look like that, talking with confidence because I always love to talk. You you see that, yeah. uh, but I wanted to be more confident. So, but really, my passion it was dancing. So I went to the performing arts school to uh, to learn uh, um, contemporary dance and theater. So music is, since I was little, yeah, I love music. I don't know, I start hearing music, I just start bouncing like, yeah. baby, like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anywhere yeah, I go, yeah. I'm, I'm, I find myself even sometimes I'm eating in a restaurant or whatever, yeah. whatever, and I'm just singing the song and I, I'm, I'm jamming. <laughs> it's infectious, it's infectious. I love yeah, it, it it's, just, it, it's like something goes in my veins and my, and my cells and my neurons, something that clicks there. And I, I love music and I love to dance. I wish I could really be, in, you know, doing it professionally. But I think this is professional. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love it, you know. Yeah. And uh, going with that, you know, with that feeling, it, it's pretty much the joy that, you know, to think that I connect with people. You know, that's what I'm saying. Ellie Can is the biggest vessel to to be whatever you want to be that's the way i feel mm -hmm. the opportunities there is endless and uh, and you know i i have that that position and and wanting to do what it, need, it needed to be done so through this we've been reaching out to the community and then skid row but not only that is skid row all the skid rows that we know around the city and in the country mm -hmm. i have the opportunity to visit different communities like Skid Row in the yeah. country, Hawaii and, and Philadelphia yeah. and, and Chicago and New York. So I, I, I'm very thankful. Yeah. 
and just to learn how to be a better, better yeah. human being. Is there something you've experienced that's universal or that's very human in all those places? It's human. It's universal. It's universal. We just have to be willing, be open-minded, you know, and, and, and embrace because we are all humans. We are just lacking of monetary values mm. and a roof. But we are humans. We I just tell everybody, we just use different brand of toilet paper. <laughs> 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 so yeah, and, and and women, you know, historically, uh, women is being uh, undermined, is being leaving behind on the right, mm -hmm. on the left, but on the side. Just think about that historically, uh, women were they they officially or that I know they participated in in the creation of philosophies, religions, systems, laws, you name it. All mm -hmm. the infrastructure in, in in the planet is being created to fulfill the men's necessities. Even mm -hmm. the language everywhere talk about men mm -hmm. instead of talking about humanity. Each of us, and, and yeah. So, with that in mind, also I I I, I realize that we've been disrespected, mistreated, and 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 it was the proof in a skid row, and I saw the 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 worst, the most oh, um, hurting experiences to see my sisters walking down the street their bodies were there but their minds were gone and how they were disrespected mm -hmm. abused violent violented or uh, attacked criminalized by the police harassed by the police bullied by the police and men you know we know that uh, Skid Row, the majority is uh, from African descendant. And, you know, my respects from, for my brothers and sisters. Because that's the family that I, I build up mm -hmm. within. And they, you know, I know, I, I know I haven't in, 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 I don't like to talk too much because I'd rather to yeah. speak through through action. I, I don't want to say too much about that. Yeah, well, you are the, I mean, at the end of it, I think that's like the transcending the vessel, right, to share and to speak on it. Because for me, just listening to you, I learn and I'm learning so much and, and feeling it, right, and, and understanding your the way you go about the life, your life and your history and your experience. And for me, it gives so much more context to why the work is important because i think we uh, a lot of the people we work with a lot of our friends in the community it's that's always the thing about is is how do you how do you get people to become more aware and how do we get more people to be bought in or to care or to to be able to show up and that's something we're always i think we're always thinking about of how to how to do that but in the way that you just shared it right at the at the very end of the day it's it's there's no there's different the difference is systems the difference is these things that are put in place that 
create differences between us but the humanity is there like we anytime we go the humanity is there the love is there the joy is there people people that come for their first time say like there's so much more community here than i feel than in other places and it is you know people hold that label or they hold that concept but they do it from outside of it and they do it from what they're seeing and what they're hearing right right and uh that's why we are here, and, uh, you know, we keep transcending if that's the case, if it happens, you know, we're lucky. That, you know, we, as women, you know, we have our time. We're rising more. Mm -hmm. You know, we always, we being uh power, because that, you know, a lot of things, they just layer upon us, so shadowing us but uh, now we know our worth yeah. and we know we can have things done in different way you know if you were to have a message for other women if you were to see like your transcendent message or get that message of of power what would you what would you say yeah we we are born uh to exist not to survive we have our already the power within us. We are the center of, you know, of creation, of mm -hmm. creating uh, humans, mm -hmm. creating a family, if that's the case, mm -hmm. most of the cases, creating community and creating society and the world. So that's the power that we have. We are magnificent. We are beautiful. We are bright. We're strong. We are no victims. Whatever is in our minds is possible. We have each other. We don't have fear. So we, we can always reach out to each other with, with trust. Yeah, we have each other. Do you feel like that's that's all part of your mission, or is there certain aspects? Like, what do you what do you think your mission is now in, at this moment in your life? I'm the mission. <laughs> 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 that sounds so cheesy. No, but I yeah. feel I feel like this joy. I wish I wish you know. I want. I want. To put to service the things that I've been going through you know, my experience to anyone. So to, to have a, a you know, no, that end up, no, I, I cannot say that end up, you know, part of the goals in life, like everything can be done. You can, you can stay strong because we are strong. Society and belief systems, they, they kept us, Believing that we are victims, we are not. So, ay, ay, ay. so much to say. Say it all. Yeah, you have the you have the mic. Wow. Yeah, we we are we are fantastic. Mm -hmm. We can do it. We are no victims, and and uh, we can. 
we can, you know, start over and change and start making things much better. Much mm. better. Yeah. It's interesting when you were saying, it was really hitting me when you were saying the center of community, the center of life. One of my best friends, he, um, when he got married, he had two daughters. And I went over after his second daughter was born. Um, and we were just talking and he's like, he's like, man, he's like, I'm not shit. I'm not shit. He's like, these children, like this, these lives, they're, they don't need me to survive. Like these children, like in, in infancy and in their, for out of the womb, like I have, I have no say on what gives them life or provides that. That all comes, they, like the, he said, women are the masters of the universe. And he was saying his wife, she's like, her body is literally gave birth and is, is the food and the nutrition for these children. And like, what do I have other than like, I'm here to hold and I can, I can give that care, but I'm not anything within this process. And I think for, for, he doesn't, you know, he's not necessarily the most progressive guy all the time. So for me to hear that too, I was like, wow, that's such a powerful, powerful statement to recognize that and to, and to understand that, even just from like a biological sense, yeah, like when you when you talk about that, how powerful the woman is, and we don't have to talk about yeah, if women leaders were around the world, like just the the positive implications of what that would be and what our world would look like. Right, right, and I feel that if it works for somebody, you know, like your experience, my experience, and another people that do this work fantastic amazing work but it's not work it's just something needs to be done beautifully unconditionally <coughs> if something our, of our experiences can be useful for others to thrive just take it just come to me and ask me come to Ray and ask him it's yours so just it helps you yeah. to you know get there because it, it, it's possible. At the end of the day, you know, it's, it's our mind. It's our mind. Mm -hmm. We are we have powerful minds, but also we are so very fragile too. So we have to believe really that we are amazing. We are transcending. We are love. We can do anything you put in your mind. And I'm going to tell you this why. I ran a marathon, okay, on mm -hmm. 2000, uh, no, 1998. And I said, okay, I'm going to sign up for the marathon. You know, I'm going to train at least 10, 15 miles. I'm going to work hard to do it. If I don't finish it, that's okay. But I put it in my mind. I started training during the year. Mm -hmm. You know, I started, I was already uh, running before, you know, when I yeah. was younger. But this time it was more like, wow, it's the marathon, LA. Yeah. <laughs> so I started started rehe uh, rehearsing, no, um, training myself, self training. I started running a block. <sighs> it was so hard. And then next day, half, one block and a half. And every day I was just putting a little bit more, a little mm -hmm. bit more. Suddenly, I was running on my Sundays, 19 miles. Okay, 20 wow. miles. <laughs> oh, oh, I did that? <laughs> so I said, okay, let's go to the, the marathon. So when I realized, when I, st I, I was on, 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 the, on, on the run, I was on the 17 mile. Mm 
So I said, Let, fuck it, let's finish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you can put in your mind anything mm-hmm. and it's possible. Yeah, we, we are fantastic. You know, this brain, this body is amazing. All yeah. the things that you can do. Where does that belief come from for you? Where where does that like this thing that is like bursting out of your body and in your spirit? Where does that come from? That belief because I I just felt it. <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah. just doing it like like just let's do it, you know. Since I was little, I I told you, yeah. I started going to theater classes at the age of eight because I saw it on TV. So that was good in that time. A TV show, they were good, encouraging in some way. Very. Yeah kind of naive and more spontaneous, more unique. They reach out to the community. So I saw this show with a with a clown, local clown. He had a a, a show mm-hmm. and it was for children and I saw the children, they were there, a lot of them. They were so confident. I said, I wanna compete with what they are doing. <laughs> so since I was yeah. little, so I started doing it. So I didn't I said, eh, you know? I never felt like Fear. Mm. That's the point, mm. you know. Fear is just an illusion. As again, mm. we can believe that it's it's true, but it's it's something that we we construct. Yeah. There's f- a, a a healthy, necessary fear. Yes, you have to move when a car go- comes towards you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you see a lion. Yeah, but when it's about our minds, we can reach out, reach, m- m- make possible. Fear is something that, you know, is just an illusion, something that you don't even have to pay attention to. You just do it, and, and it, if it comes, it comes right or good, you just did it. And and if you like, uh, you really believe in something, I, I don't care if you're too good or not. I think it's the consistency. Mm. It's a consistency because mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a bad singer, a bad dancer, a bad actor, a bad organizer, a lot of bad things, but I like to do it. I'm just doing it, <laughs> <laughs> you know. In 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 a lot of things, I do. I've been trying to learn how to do, even to be a good a good mother, you know, parenting, you know. I keep doing it, trying, you know, yeah. I'm there, I'm there, I'm yeah. there. So you're yeah. like a life coach. You have a lot. Of <laughs> <laughs> no, but a lot of the things that you talk about, which is dealing with the mind and dealing with fear, um, and consistency. Those are all a lot of, a lot of things that I hear when I watch other videos or like I, I watch interviews that people that are very successful or people that have accomplished things that, you know, that's a very much a, a mindset or, a or the information that they share. But I love to see it. Like, this is way better for me. This is way better to see it in in the space of compassion, in the space of taking care of each other, as opposed to somebody who's, you know, I've accomplished this, I've done, I've sold this, or I've that's made this. That's what I'm this, saying. Yeah. It's, it's one of the examples. If that's their goal, to make money or whatever their success, success you know, mm-hmm. uh, looks like for them, well... That's where they live. But you can do it on in a lot of things. You know, success is just re- relative. What, you know, what mm-hmm. is success for you? What is su- success for me? Yeah. Just do it. You know, um, 
it's like okay it's simple you see somebody just falling on the street for you know my first impulse is just try to help the person you know it reach out to them trying to you know be sure that that person is okay just help i think this is simple you know yeah. that for me could be success yeah yeah have you have you always felt really connected to people throughout your whole life i think i grew up in a family that it was always related with community my grandma she used to have a a, a little bakery but traditional bakery from the the region it was in uh, you know using flo flour it was using garbanzo and corn to make the breads so when i was uh, was there as i mentioned earlier when i was going to visit them during uh, vacation times uh, i was with them you know just watching them how they prepare the bread and then uh, early in the morning they put it in big, big baskets to take it to the market that was next to the big church. And in the interaction with the people always, you know, I was going with my grandma to sell the bakery outside the, the church. So he's always talking with people. In, in, um, at my grandma's house, always people going in and out to buy the bread, the people that it was helping her, the neighbors asking, can, can I get some of, you know, the bread? The gorditas, the condoches, that's, those are where the names of the, the pieces of bread. And and can I, I get some of this bread and I, you know, I'll pay you later. Say, yeah, yeah, take it, take it. You know, she was in constant uh, connection with the community. So we, I think we, we, we were nourished by that, breeding that, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. eating that, you know, mm -hmm. we were fed by that community. So it's it's in us, and my aunt who raised me also. She had a little uh, little restaurant, and I was going. I was like five, six, seven years old, and she was giving me a little tray. Take this to the the, the table, you know. So I was yeah. giving the orders. Yeah. So I was always in contact with people. Yeah. And my the most important part, I feel, I don't know, is DNA or is is nurture. My grandma uh, used to uh, prepare food and take it to the, the little jail hmm. in the town, you know, to the, the people that it was incarcerated. And I remember going with her and passing out, you know, the sandwiches, you know, we call it tortas, yeah. you know, towards the bars, through the bars. And, and, and some champurrado or coffee. So she, you know, mm -hmm. we were passing. I remember. It's like it's it's nourishment and it's nurturing. I don't know. Do you remember those exchanges with? The yeah, people I was. That were yeah, we were inside the jail. Yeah. And we were, you know, giving away the passing out the the tortas and the drinks. You know, the atole. Yeah, I remember. And my grandma used to. Uh, bring people to the house people with mental illness you know and let them stay there mm -hmm. let them you know take a shower giving them food that they were helping in the house but they were part of the family at the end because i grew up 
see them, people, you know, mm-hmm. with disabilities, mm-hmm. all type of disabilities, but they were people. So for me, nothing is, what is so different? It's, yeah. We are just people. Yeah. It wasn't no type of, um, I don't know, expectations or, or prejudices or something. Yeah. So we saw that with my grandma. That's interesting. I mean, I, f- I resonate with that because growing up in a Filipino family, it's always my understanding of family is just big family parties. Everybody eats. Everybody takes care. You know, even in my family, we had a... I grew up in like very Catholic, like very prayerful Catholic family. And um, interesting was I, we had a cousin. I have a cousin who's trans, a cousin who's a drug addict. And the main thing was always at the end of the day that bring them back in, feed them, give them the love. And that when you're talking about like DNA, the nature versus the nurture, I do tend to think nurture is, I think being a Filipino American, like I feel like nurture is a big part of that. And culture is a big part of that. Where even if we just look at what our society and the systems that it is, is like you're the individual, like you create your own freedom this and freedom of choice and which are great things but also at the end of the day it's not a lot of the values are take care of each other there's no difference between you and them if they're hungry feed them if you have something give it to them i think in this country and a lot of countries is just written in policies but mm. practically you know the system it doesn't teach us or allow us to really do it and it's so simple. It's so simple. Just like it's it's again the fear. They in this in this society the the fear is being, you know, fed in all of us. And that's what is limiting us from doing more, I think so. Mm-hmm. I just walk, you know, through spaces outside, inside, you know. The fear is for me is just I have another fears. I have my demons. Yes, Sylvia, you know, has flaws, has our issues and stuff, but they are not related, you know, to walk through the world. Mm-hmm. Those fears. That, uh, I don't believe in that anymore. So um, my fear, it will be just actually not anymore. I was, I was just in the past thinking that if I live a life and I don't leave anything behind, some memories, that would be a fear for me. But I know that I think about, it's like, we, we evolve. It's just what you do. And whatever we did to yesterday was done yesterday. Today is the day, you know, what mm-hmm. is in front of you. And tomorrow is a mystery, whatever. But it's, it's actually, my fear is just when I be able to enjoy this beautiful afternoon. Speaking on the mic like this, so <laughs> ooh, <laughs> you know, I have this. This is this is life for me. Is connect mm-hmm. with you, mm-hmm. who is in front of me, what is in front of me. You know, the the sun, the trees, the beautiful house. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think that's important. Mm. Ooh, that's powerful, Sylvia. I like the way you put that. Man, I'm, I'm thinking about everything you said. I have, I have so many questions also, and there's there's so much because I – do you feel – I guess this is the thing. Is like 
I don't feel that your energy and your uh, love for everything is very common. You might be around many much more common and like people that do it. Obviously, I, th I believe that there are people there out there and I see the examples of it, but I still don't think it's common, right? Like you're to have the joy, to have the, the fluidity and the freedom and the space and the love to operate in the things that you don't even call work, right? Which is just what we should do unconditionally and yeah i just want to recognize you for that because that when you talk about you are the mission or, or the mission that comes through 100 percent. and so then whenever you are telling me about fear or when you're telling me about i need to accomplish i'm in real time like oh man what am i doing these fears are these fears are pointless and i was thinking what was you were saying it's like i want to do this and all the things that i haven't done because of the, the fear of perception or the fear of what people's expectations are of me already. And I'm, I'm, yeah, but to see a testament, right? Because we can see it's different if someone's just telling you and you look at their life and you're like, that sounds good. But I'm like, oh man, oh shit, Sylvia told me this. She's doing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah. yeah, I still dance. Yeah. I keep dancing. <laughs> That's what I say after any storm. I st I'm still dancing. Yeah. yeah, we can do a lot. All right, now I'm going to ask you a question about... Um, we also do our childlike wonders since you have a lot of it. If you were to describe yourself as a dish, a food dish, what would Sylvia be as a food dish and why? <laughs> For me, it's simple, okay? Yeah. Um, over hard eggs with tomato sauce. Why Why would you characterize yourself as over I hard don't eggs know. I just, I love it. Yeah. I enjoy it. I have memories with it because mm. my aunt treated me so well like a little queen. And she was giving me this delicious dish, and it made me so happy. So joy, I enjoy it. And the tomato is like, is the sauce, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's the essence. It's the, the nature. It's health, and the 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 egg is just, I don't know, something that is gonna fill you more up. But still, but yeah, mm -hmm. you know, is that there's the sauce on that. I don't know. I just. I mean, the sauce is a very good, just metaphor in general. The sauce of life. Yeah, the it's sauce. It's like you connect everything back to people. I'm, I'm recognizing everything you do and you love has a connection back to people, or has a sense of community or an experience to how you were treated or how someone else was treating. That's the sauce right there. This is the sauce. That's the sauce. I of love life. that sauce. Yeah. <laughs> Tomato sauce. That's my favorite uh, uh, vegetable. Mm. Tomatoes mm -hmm. probably comes from there. Yeah. And eggs. I, like I can eat breakfast anytime during the day. What What other breakfast foods are you a fan of? Uh, what other breakfast foods do you like to eat? Uh, wow. I love eggs. Any million mm. things that you want to make. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I, uh, I just like good food. Dude, omelets. I'm telling you all. Oh, uh, Sweet bread, you know, mm -hmm. 
or whatever is is but is fresh. Everything has to be fresh. Yeah. Fresh made is for me yeah. I'm picky. Yeah. So that's why I I've been cooking more. So if I can prepare I prepare my my own uh, you know waffles. I make them this thick. Pancakes. So I I love just fruit or uh, smoothies. I I just love whatever you see. Breakfast is breakfast for me. It's every day, mm-hmm. all day. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Probably because it's the beginning of the day, or I have it related with the beginning of the day, the beginning of my life, and the, all the beautiful memories that I have with breakfast and food. And that's why we are here with food too, <laughs> yeah. because I, we know you know when you have nice nourishment, you know you are ready. Mm-hmm. You have energy. Mm-hmm. You're ready for anything. Make decisions. That's why also the way you you met me, you know, I I was intentional putting my energy on what we believe needs to be done related with food. Mm-hmm. Uh, because we know uh, inconsistencies in the system still, you know, they are not providing us uh, uh, the food as vital as the right that we have when we are born, you mm-hmm. know, to be fed, mm-hmm. access to food with no uh, limitations, no qualifications, no barriers. So that's why I feel that everybody has to have a good nourishment because I feel it. I feel the effect of good food, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I was raised by th- that way, and, and I did that with my children and my grandkids. And I see it reflects, and everybody has the right to feel this way. Mm. Fantastical, mm-hmm. you know, it's food. That's why breakfast all day is important. <laughs> <laughs> Fresh made breakfast, though. Juice, yeah. <laughs> juice, your fruit. You can have some omelet with, you know, uh, spinach, you know, the, how do you call that fancy? Quiche? There's a quiche, but there's another one. With frittata? Yeah. Spanish frittata. frittata. Yeah. Oh, you? Oh, yeah. You're a connoisseur uh, of the... Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Now I'm going to I'm gonna use your, your art, art side of you. If you... If there was going to be a movie made of the bio... bio uh, the autobiography movie of sylvia what would what would the title of the movie be who would play you and then what would be like the tagline or what would be the narration tagline of the movie i think any person you know that relates with the character yeah if if you relate with the character in some form I think that would be more easier to yeah. project, mm-hmm. you know, the reality of yeah. where it comes from. Yeah. Uh, the movie will be, I don't know, name, you can name it, whatever. You I know. would call it Fantastico. Fantastico. <laughs> Frittata or huevos, <laughs> huevos con tomate. <laughs> Tomatoes, you know, uh, tomatoes with eggs, <laughs> eggs with tomato sauce, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. 
All right, eggs over eggs over hard over with tomatoes. Hard with tomatoes. The Sylvia story. Sylvia story. The sauce of life, <laughs> baby. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sylvia, thank you for taking your time and doing oh this. Oh my God, thank you for you, being so patient you, and being so yeah. nice with with me all the time. You're you bring so much to my life, just like. And it's, you know, to be able to have an effect on somebody that just sees you on Sundays for a couple hours, you know, I think that's a, that's like for reals to your life force. That's like the real testament. I think it's, it's, you know, it's the little things that we just can share. Again, you know, if it works for me, what I, you know, all, the essence of all what is being through because nothing defines us. You know, we are always different. Mm-hmm. Every time is different, still it's a different day. The sun shines, but the, the, the dynamics with people change is new people coming. So you are always learning, you know, something new about you in the possibilities. And that is, it's, it's like the hashishi of my life. <laughs> you know? It makes me yeah. high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, life is yeah. it's a high if you breathe, you know? And you're really mm. there. Fuck, you're living. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I'm high now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, Sylvia. If you could bottle, yeah, if you're listening, if you could bottle this up, this would be, this would be worth so much. If you could bottle Sylvia's life, life force. Oh my God, I wish. So, yeah. you know, if we can, we can, well, it's accessible for everybody. Hmm. If you were to, if you were to, last thing to ask you, if you were to give people like two or three tips on how to access this life force, like what would you tell people to do? How to get access? this life force to, to be able to tap into it just walk through you know just do it just do it it's it's there again fear doesn't exist it's there in every single moment of our life it's just exercising every day we have the opportunity you know in the morning when we get up and have the privilege to have a roof shower one bed in on wonderful coffee you have the opportunity to redo you know something you feel you feel awkward and and you can you know okay I'm gonna do it again I know I can do it I I, I want to do it you know because I want to feel good about life I don't want to feel awkward anymore any awkwardness or weirdness fear or or anything it's just tapping to. It's just get up and get your coffee. Live your life. Yeah. Yeah. Last message. Do you have any message for the world? What would be your last message? Play the funky music, baby. <laughs> yeah.
play the funky music thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sylvia, congratulations. You be what? <laughs> yeah. The ticket to McDonald's. <laughs> To Combos for breakfast. <laughs> Two small coffees. Ketchups as you decide. Unlimited fries. Oh. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Thank you. All right. You're welcome. This, has, this was so much. As soon as you are in LA, can I know the people is open? And they, I appreciate all the people. They go there because I know they want to make a change. I know their heart is there because the, the, the core of everything, it comes from, you know, within. Mm -hmm. That's the core. That's the core. You feel it. You feel it. And you are there. And it's the, it's the energies, the vibrations. I, I saw not long ago a video where they were talking about quantum physics. And they put containers you know, like different containers where they will be pouring bowls <coughs> of a certain material, different materials, and they put this bowl with different colors. This material with yellow, this material with red, this material with blue, it's white. And they drop in this container with, you know, slots. So the same bowls were joining each other because they have the same energy the same material mm -hmm. so the same all of them they lining up you know in the same colors so that tells me the energy vibrations um exist within us they connect us we are made from the same materials yeah, yeah. so it's easier you know to collide to get it you know, yield into each other because mm -hmm. we have the same energy. Yes, baby. <laughs> Waving. <laughs> philosopher, add philosopher also. It's too. like we're gliding, no? <laughs> no? Yeah. <Ew>. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Sylvia's literally gliding. <laughs> <laughs> this is my hashish. Podcast.